Welcome to Let's Talk Brock. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this episode of Let's Talk Brock podcast. Today, we are joined by Kate Basic, Brock alumni and owner of the local and popular cook- box cookies. Thank you for joining us today, Kate. Thanks for having me. Of course. All right. Um, so you are a Brock alumni, so you know what it means to be a Brock student like myself. Um, can you just tell us what made you chose Brock? And um, you majored, I believe, in English language and literature and as well in media communications. Can you tell us why you chose that as well? So I applied to Brock in my in grade 12 for the English language and literature program. My grade 12 English teacher is who inspired me to choose a program. Like, I'll be honest, I struggled choosing a program when it came down to applying to schools and programs. I selected many others, thinking that at some point it would become clear to me which was best suited to my personality and my future career aspirations. That clarity came in the form of this grade 12 English teacher. He often complimented my work and even suggested I take his um, creative writing class in the winter term. And that just made me feel like recognized. He took the time to appreciate my talent, recommend that I pursue it with a supplementary class, which ended up fostering my passion for reading and writing. Um, I didn't know at the time I was what I was gonna do with my English degree, but I knew I would enjoy the program the most. Um, Once I finished my um, four-year degree, I moved on to media and communications. Brock has a great program in that you can do a supplementary degree um, in a shorter amount of time. So I ended up doing my media and communications degree in about, I think it was just a year. Um, And that was a really great supplementary to my English literature degree. I was in sort of this transition period of not knowing what I wanted to do after I finished my first degree and knowing that Brock allowed me to do a little more education in a in less amount of time really gave me that extra um, buffer room to figure out my next steps. A hundred percent. And I think it's a really important time and just like grade 12 and finding out who you are and um, that mentorship from your grade 12 English teacher must have been really important and like kind of guided you into your future. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, So overall, obviously, like you mentioned, coming to university, very confusing, scary time. Um, Do you mind touching on some of your biggest, like what your biggest fear is coming to university and how did you overcome that? Um, I was a first generation university student. And by that, I just mean that no one in my family before me had attended a Canadian post-secondary institution. Uh, My parents are immigrants from the Philippines and they attended school there. But overall, I was the first one. So I was the also the first of my three siblings to move away from home. I'm not very far. I grew up in Stony Creek, but half an hour down uh, the QEW in Niagara was a big jump for me. So couple that with not knowing anyone in Niagara and not knowing anything about attending university here, uh, my biggest fear going into Brock was without guidance from um, those that I trusted most. I mean, I was 17, having to figure it all out on my own while living outside of my comfort zone. It can be very, it can be very isolating. Um, and I remember on my very first day of class, I made it a goal to make at least one friend. Uh, and you from the get-go, that building a strong support system on campus is what would help me overcome those challenges. Putting yourself out there when you're naturally an introvert, introvert like myself, is, is scary. But it's it's even scarier to go through it all alone. Um, and over time, of course, those fears of being isolated and not knowing what you're doing, they subside as you 
gain the experience that you need in your first, second year. Um, but just know that your first year, it's, it's, it's going to be a learning curve. And that's okay because you're not the only person going through this. Yeah, 100%. It's that like fresh feeling of like newfound independence and like the fear of the unknown, basically, um, which I think every student kind of feels in their first year starting university for sure, especially moving away from home. Yes. Yeah. Um, so what are some of the student services at Brock that you found most beneficial to you to kind of like help ease that um, transition from post or from high school and living at home to post-secondary and being on your by yourself? Um, so I can't say enough how important it is to reach out to someone when you know you need help. So student services provides like the the, the on-campus department student services provides so many areas of support from career services to tutoring to counseling to mental health support. Every area of university student life that you can think of, they have some sort of programming available. And most important, it's free. When you enter the adult world post university, these services aren't free anymore. So I would highly recommend while you're there to touch base with all of these areas of services that they provide um, while you can. Yes, I 100% agree. It kind of, um, it's really great at Brock that we have such like amazing services for students from mental health to academic advising um, to just academic help as well. Um, it's it's really great that they are free to students and we have that luxury when we are in school, especially as you're taking those huge steps, 100%. Um, so was there any clubs or maybe extracurricular activities as well that you used, like in, you mentioned that you're an introvert, um, to help get you out there and build those connections while you're in, um, in post-secondary? So it always just starts with one person. I happened to connect with a few people through my classes, and we decided in, I believe, 2012 to start the UNICEF Brock chapter. I'm not sure if it's still around, but it was well, even well after I was after I left Brock. Um, over those several years, we became very popular for our Valentine's Day rose sales. Um, that was like uh, that was a, sort of our um, gold campaign where we raised the most money that we needed for the year for with those sales. And um, from one opportunity, always it always monopolizes. It always leads to other opportunities. So I happened to work on campus as a student as, as a student tutor for student services. Um, I worked as a marketing coordinator for student life and community experience, and I also worked at the Brock Press as an editor. Like I didn't necessarily plan to get so involved when I did, um, especially since I wasn't in any extracurriculars in high school. Like my introverted personality from high school really transitioned with me to to university, but it wasn't until midway through first year and then full on full steam ahead in like third year where I started taking on more. Um, responsibility in terms of extracurriculars because first year of course you don't know what you don't know what to expect so I really hit the books and then once I became comfortable with the university life on the academic side is when I started to open up to the possibility of adding more to my experience at Brock. Okay, so to get a little bit into um, your current career path, um, because I did mention at the beginning, um, you are the owner of Box Cookies, which is a very popular um, company in the Niagara region. Um, do you mind telling us when this began and what your business is? So I started Box Cookies in summer of 2020. I was 26. I was in a transition period in my life and career. I was previously in marketing and communications, specifically in the post-secondary um, sector, 
but I was looking for something different now. I needed more flexibility in my schedule and I wanted something that excited me every day. So making the leap to the entrepreneurial world is scary and comes with a lot of risk. Um, but I knew that if it didn't work out, it was at least a learning experience. Um, it didn't, and it, I knew it didn't have to be my forever job it, and it still doesn't have to, I could pivot, find something new, try that out too. But so far my small business and being my own boss has been the best choice I've made in my career. Um, everything is done exclusively online. You look at my flavors online, you place your order online, payment is online. Um, and it, it was just a model that worked for me. We were in the middle of our first lockdown when I launched. Um, with the restrictions easing at the time, but I knew for um, sustainability reasons, online was the way to go. So there was there's no physical storefront. We deliver right to your door in select cities in Niagara, all the way up to Stony Creek. There's also pickup in Stony Creek and St. Catharines. Um, and then when I launched, it was exclusively on Instagram. So my uh, experience in media communications with my degree and my work experience as a mar as a marketing coordinator while I was a student, even in the professional world is what um, are some of the strengths that I leaned on to start my business. I also launched with a buy one, get one free. You bought a box and you got a free box. So I think that is really what launched me into um, the space where people were really wanting to try these cookies. And then from there you build loyalty, right? Like if you've got a really great product, people will continue to come back. But funny, funny enough, the cookies that I started with, the recipe I started with is not the recipe I bake with now. Um, I highly recommend that when, when you do start a new venture, nothing has to be perfect. You just have to start, um, if I look back at some of the cookies that I made, I'm surprised that those customers still continued coming back because they are not the cookies that I would put out now. It's not it's not the product that I believe in, um, but it's a craft that I continue to refine. There's always something that I'm adjusting these days to make it even even better. So just as a whole, how do you think that your connection to Brock has helped you personally, professionally kind of grow and develop your business? Um, so I was on campus for a very long time. I was a student for, from 2011, and then I started working um, full-time at Brock up until 2018. So in those seven years, I made so many friends and connections with people that believed in me, who then introduced me to opportunities that would lead me to where I am in my business today. I mean, this podcast, for instance, was pitched to me by my longtime friend, Carly, um, who is by chance, the friend, the very first friend I made when I went to uni when I at my first class of university, and she plays that like she's played such an important part in areas of my life. Actually, she's the one who introduced me to my now husband, who uh, we met all the way back in 2011. So in that sense, Brock, you has always had a special place in my personal life, and I would say that these friendships, coupled with my experience as a student and employee are what gave me the best tools and strengths to grow my business in such a short amount of time. I, um, for like, I just can't stress enough that your network of friends or colleagues or acquaintances, like whoever you happen to meet and connect with um, and fostering new connections with local business owners or social media followers, th those connections and your authenticity um, in your business and your brand are, is, and your accessibility to other people, I think, is what would contribute most. And I know that could contribute most to my growth. Can you tell us a little bit about the partnership that you have with Brock's um, Student Mental Health Fund as well? 
Absolutely. So at several points during my undergrad, I can remember feeling um, alone and isolated and to a point where I knew I needed professional help. And with my anxiety and my depression at an all-time high, I sought help with an on-campus counselor who took the time to really listen to me. Um, she helped me through whatever I was feeling. She validated those feelings and reassured me that I was safe and supported. I know that there are times when I thought I could go through it alone, but I oftentimes get in too into my head that I almost talk myself into thinking, into believing that like these feelings aren't real, that they are not valid, that I'm, I'm just losing it, you know? And so I can't stress enough the importance of seeking help as soon as you feel that you need it. Um, and by donating to the Student Mental Health Fund, I can do my part in assuring that these services are always available and will continue to continue to for the for future students. Like I, in my first year particularly, it was the hardest. Um, it I, I can remember I can think back to October of um, 2011. It had been the one year anniversary of when my grandmother had passed away. And I was living away from home. Again, I was the only person in my family to attend university. And I was just, it was probably the most isolated I had ever felt since starting university. And it was at that time that I was like, okay, something really needs, really needs to change. And so if I hadn't been for those services on campus, particularly this, this counselor, I like, I don't know what would have, I don't know what would have happened, what would have come with me if I had, if I would have even finished um, university and in a weird, in a really weird and awesome full circle moment, when I graduated from my second degree, I had I ran into this counselor in an elevator who I hadn't seen in years. Like I hadn't had a counseling session in years, and I didn't even know she still worked at Brock. And I it was a random day, not a random day. Sorry, it was a random moment. It was literally on the day that I graduated from my second degree ran into her and she remembered me. She remembered our sessions. She remembered my story. And that was very validating as well. Like these stories, your personal story carries with people, right? Because you others will be personally affected by what you're going through and things that you have to say. And it really just touches on that people may not always remember what you say, but they'll know, they'll remember how they, you meet, how you made them feel. And so if one, if there's one person out there who can benefit from my my support of the student mental health fund that makes all of this all of this work that I'm doing um, even more impactful. Like I didn't just want to make cookies for people. I wanted to impact their lives somehow. Um, so it was really and that was a cause that I felt very strongly for. Yeah, and as a current student, I know just like how important it is, like with our current times that we're in, how isolating it can be, and um, the Brock community just really is helpful. And we, I'm very appreciative as a current student of you kind of supporting these um, services because it is very, very important to take care of not only yourself but your mental health um, in general. Um, and it's a very stressful time right now. So again, thank you. Um, and thank you for sharing your story with us. Oh, you're so welcome. I'm honestly, if, if there had been someone like me out there when I was a student to support, I, I know for sure the impact would have been tenfold. I mean, in 2011 versus 2021, the mental health support and services is just, it's a complete 180. Mental health wasn't something that we really talked about or focused on um, in in the early years of my in the early years of my undergrad, it was really more so towards the end 
um, as society sort of worked through the stigma of going through and needing mental health support. Um, and that, I mean, that's the thing too, right? With, by supporting the Student Mental Health Fund, I'm destigmatizing all that there is that, that sort of comes with that. And gosh, during these times, I, I, I can only empathize or sympathize with what it's like to be a student. What piece of advice could you give someone that maybe is expiring to open their own business um, just through some of the hurdles that you've had to overcome to get your business off the ground and be as successful as it is? Um, imposter syndrome is what will stop you most from chasing your next venture or your biggest dream. Just know that you're good enough. Your product is good enough. And at the very least, just try. You can always like I said, you can always change your mind. Um, and one thing I remember saying at the very beginning was, why would anyone buy my cookies when they could make them at home, they can buy them from the store, or is so-and-so already has a XYZ business just like this? Like, who, who would want to buy from me? And like, I, the imposter syndrome is what I would what I had to get over the most because over time, you become I became comfortable. I built a loyal following, and people will support you just because you're you. Like, um, think of it as a TV show. You, I, I, ha I'm, I happen to like Friends, but there are others who like The Office more, and that's okay. Like, you are not, like, like I mentioned before, you are not for everyone, but the, who you are for, they will support you 100%. And build a strong support system of people who believe in you and your dream. They will be your biggest fans and advocates, and you'll need it. Owning your own business has steep highs and drastic lows, and your support system will always be there to celebrate those highs and hold and reassure you during those lows. It's something that I don't talk much about offline um, or online, really, about how, how hard it is to own your own business and start something new and be an entrepreneur when you have no previous experience of doing it, but you won't gain experience unless you do it. Um, and so... Start imperfect, try, and if it, you'll know quickly if the entrepreneurial world is for you um, and sort of leave your ego at the door. Like there are people that are going to say things that are hurtful, but there are also going to be 10 times more people who say something that is positive about you and your business and what you do. Um, but I highly recommend the starting at imperfect part uh, because if you just wait until the perfect time, there's never going to be a perfect time. I'm telling you. Yes. 100%. I think that's just good advice for life. Don't let you be your biggest kind of um, enemy and like block yourself from doing things, getting opportunities, talking to people uh, and doing what you want. That's just amazing life advice in general. And that's also amazing life advice for starting a business as well. Um, so Kate, I just want to thank you so much for joining us today um, and sharing your Brock experience with us. It has been lovely um, hearing your story, not only about your business, but your Brock experience. Um, so I just really want to thank you for sharing that with us today. Thank you so much. I am so excited to be able to lend a little bit of advice and sort of tell, like, tell students like everything, all the fears that they're feeling, they will go away and more reassurance will come. You just have to sort of like get your foot in at, in at Brock and everything will be taken care of from there. Like start scared, start imperfect. You will be okay, I promise you. 
Amazing. Thank you so much again for joining us. And we will see everyone next time on Let's Talk Frog podcast. Thanks for joining us. If you have any questions, you can contact us by email at futurestudent at brocku.ca.